and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Influencer Live. We have our special guest today from Alabama, Roll Tide. Nice shirt, Jason Roll Tide, Paul. I wore this just for you, buddy. Roll Tide, Roll, and from sunny Florida, the Lawn Care That's right. Out, who, go who? Go Gators. Okay. I didn't know you like, I, I thought <laughs> I don't you really like, watch sports, but I figured I would say that to be cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I want to give a couple uh, thank yous this morning. Uh, first and foremost, Naylor, the pioneer. Uh, he envisioned this several years ago and told me about the idea. And I'm, I didn't want to be negative, but I'm thinking, Naylor, you're running the biggest event in the industry the night before. You want to come back eight hours later and, and pull off this. Uh, but you had that vision. You had that pioneer. And uh, secondly, uh, Evan and the team at, at GIE, thank you for getting us the bigger room this year. And uh, Kohler Engines, we appreciate, uh, Jamie, everything you guys did uh, to sponsor this event. We got coffee. Uh, donuts back there. Naylor bought a hundred copies of these, and if you guys want to book on your way out, grab that for free. Thank Last you, Paul. but not least, thanks to the community. I know we got Fullerton here, the Juggernaut, uh, so many people. It's like we we, we could podcast all day <laughs> for yeah. real. Yeah. And I appreciate everyone uh, coming out to support. And uh, last but not least, uh, these podcasts that you guys are hearing today, we have four podcasts in our network: uh, the Kid Contractor Podcast you just heard, uh, Naylor LCR Media. Brian's uh, podcast is Fullerton Unfiltered, and then the Green Industry podcast, we're all on the same network uh, with Mr. Producer. So on your drive home and things like that, you can listen. We have hundreds and hundreds of this uh, to help you build your business. So that gets through my notes. Mr. Producer's not even here to remind me. So we're done with that. Nice. That's only two minutes, Caleb. Now we'll get to the guest. <laughs> Thanks. So, well, that's why they wanted a professional to close out the show. So, all right. So here's the deal. Uh, fertilization and weed control is uh, difficult. Uh, whether you want your yard to look nice as a homeowner or you actually want to be profitable doing that. So we're going to cover all angles of the fert and squirt game uh, today. So Alan, why don't you give us a brief synopsis? Because you got a lot of business experience, not just in lawn care. Uh, let us know who you are and Jason, and then let's dive deep into this topic. So I'm Alan Hain. I go by the Lawn Care Nut on uh, YouTube, and uh, I also have a company that we ship fertilizer to homeowners one bag at a time. It's called Yard Mastery. Uh, I started YouTube about 11 years ago, and uh, before that, I worked for Kimlon for 15 years. And during that time, I realized that Kimlon had a problem, that they had a really bad word track, they had bad reputation, and I thought we could do better. And so my answer to doing better instead of starting my own company was to become a big mouth on YouTube and to teach homeowners all of the things that I always taught my technicians about spraying lawns, taking care of the uh, taking care of weeds and that kind of thing. So I started that on YouTube and a couple of years ago, the audience came and we found out that DIYers actually cared a lot about lawn care too. And all of a sudden I had an audience and so we monetize that by creating yard mastery and shipping them out fertilizer. We now have an app that tells you what to do, what to put down and when to put it down based on your soil temperatures. And so our homeowners will follow that and that's what we do. Jason Creel from Alabama and I uh, run my company, Alabama Lawn Pros. I focus on weed control and fertilization. And then on YouTube, my channel is called Lawn Care Life. And 
I used to mow, uh, mow lawns, and so I still talk about that to some degree, but I get in the yard and play around with weeds and kill weeds and talk about how to grow a successful weed control and fertilization business. Fantastic. So, and Alan used to live in Indiana where you guys got cool season turf. Yep. Outside of Chicago is where I started. And now you're down in sunny Florida. That's right. Tampa Bay, baby. Coming to visit you on tour in <laughs> January. Can't wait. We strategically planned that for January and February. It's a good time. It's a good time to be there. Good fishing. Yeah. So give us a little uh, lay of the land. It can be intimidating. How do I make my grass green and lush and no weeds in there? Give us the basics for a lot of us uh, who might not understand. You know, we look at the Augusta National Golf Club. Like, how do they make that look so green and perfect? Uh, Give us a little overview of of fertilization and weed control for maybe a beginner. For me, it's about nitrogen. Nitrogen makes the grass green. So you have NPK. Nitrogen is what turns it green. You throw a little iron in there, you'll see a result in 10 days. It's that simple. People are scared. They go to Home Depot. They look at everything on the shelf, and they think it's all going to burn their lawn. But that is not true. It's actually very easy. And once you get through that barrier to entry, do your first couple applications and realize, I'm not going to burn lawns with this. You're all of a sudden, you know everything that every True Green technician ever did. So it's really that simple. (laughs) We keep it uh, real around here. It might no. be a little, a little lower bar than what, what the rest of us hold to, but that, uh, but I do think for I guess so. for us, um, yeah, I, I think and Alan makes a good point as far as educating the homeowners. Whether whether you do it from a homeowner's perspective or even for me in, in business, I, there's still an education that goes on with the customers because I some of them want to know every detail of what I'm doing. I try to I don't like that, but I, I will talk to them about it if, if possible. Um, if that's what they want to know. But at least I, the, the important thing is this was a big difference when I switched out from mowing lawns to weed control because when you mow lawns, I mean, what is there to explain? You know, hey, we're going to show up on Thursday and your grass was not mowed, but now it's mowed, okay? And, you know, you pick up after your dogs, don't have the kids do Nerf gun war the night before and leave all the, yeah, basics like that. But from a weed control perspective, I found that the communication became much more important and the education, because I got a lot more complaints, you know, you, you mowing, you, you do a good job, you, blow, you don't leave grass clippings on the sidewalk, not many complaints. But there's almost, and I tell people this all the time, there's still, I, I still haven't yet to achieve a perfect lawn for my customers. So it, it becomes personality, uh, how many complaints I'm going to get. So I try to educate them on what is going to happen to your lawn before it happens and, and head off the complaints. So, uh, for instance, let me give you an example. If I was to spray somebody, I get a new customer in, in April, and that's when a lot of them call March, April. Well, our crabgrass may have already germinated by then. I go spray a pre-emergent, post-emergent, every emergent I can come up with to, to control the crabgrass. And they still, I, but I talk to them and say, listen, we're, we're late. You know, normally I would have already done this in January, February. Again, I'm in Alabama. Time uh, may be different for you guys. Uh, but I explained to them, in June, you, you may have um, some crabgrass pop through because we're late on our uh, application. So if I can tell them that before it happens, I'm less likely to get a, a complaint. And that's kind of where the world has changed, right? Because 15 years ago, the customer only had you to get their information from, for the most part. Now they can get their information anywhere. So there's negatives and positives to that. The positives are you should have a better educated customer, which means they appreciate you more. They understand what you're doing, especially if they've tried DIY and realized it's not for them. Because I oversimplify it and make it seem easy, but it's not really. There's a barrier to entry for that, which is why all of you in here aren't spraying right now. And so when you have a more educated customer, they should do better for you because they know how to properly mow. 
They know how to properly water, which are the things you can't do, the things we call cultural practices. So the hope is, is that that education actually helps you. So when you're telling them, they're like, yeah, I already know that. I saw that somewhere online and I believe you and I trust you. Yeah. And uh, uh, John, if you want to queue up some questions and get those ready by a show of fans, how many people uh, spray your own yards for your business? So we got like 3%, 5%. How many of you guys use a subcontractor to make sure your yards are nice and green? How many of you are mowing weeds? <laughs> so, so Alan, it, it, looks, it looks like people are scared. I, when I started my business, um, I was broke, busted, and disgusted. And so I just needed to make some money. I just started mowing. And then the next thing they asked me, they're like, hey, do you do fertilization and weed control? And I said, yes. I mean, you were hanging pictures in houses, weren't you, Jason? Uh, They'd ask you to do anything. Can you clean yeah, my gutters. They will ask you to do anything. Uh, They'll ask custom. you to do anything. And I didn't have wisdom. I didn't have boundaries. So I just said, yes, yes, yes. So I was the guy out there. I did burn a yard with nitrogen. I just, <laughs> it does, you can do it. <laughs> I worked for Kimlon. I know you can do it. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, what would be your advice to the majority of the room who might be afraid of it? And they're afraid of the business side of it. Cause I'm spending all this money on buying the stuff and I was losing money by the time I looked at my numbers. Like Corey said, when you get down to the bottom is like, ooh. So w yeah. what's your advice to get started? Well, when I see, when I see that show of hands, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, <laughs> because the reason, I'm, the reason if you're tired of the competition in mowing, I'm not anti-mowing. I, I like lawnmowers and I mow grass. But if, if you're tired of the competition, I hear it all the time, they're, they're low, undercutting my prices. It's such a competitive market. The, the competition is also um, great in weed control and fertilization, and sometimes your competitors are more serious. They've got bigger budgets. They've got a lot of money, but there's not nearly as many of them. So I'm able to not try very hard and get plenty of customers. You know, I'm competing against 10 local companies versus 100 local companies in my area. And guess what? I go to those mowing guys, and I get to know them, and we're, we become buddies. And when they get asked for who's going to spray your yard, they give them my number, and it, it's a done deal. So... Um, I'm, I'm okay if, if a lot of people want to keep mowing grass, but I will say if you want to jump to the dark side, there is an opportunity there and uh, the demand for those services continue to grow. But, you, you know, as far as getting into it, there is a learning curve. Um, it, it can be intimidating. I, I tell people it's almost like learning a foreign language. You, you, at first, you just, you just need to immerse yourself in it, okay? Get somebody who's, a, who's fluent in that language to tell you what to do. Repeat after them and, and do what they say. Spray this at this time. Mix these chemicals and go spray it. But over time, just like a foreign language, you're going to begin to understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what you're trying to accomplish and how to improve on, you know, maybe what you were taught in the beginning. I think a lot of folks, too, they don't know where to start, right? Because well, a lot of people learn from other companies. But if you're somebody that hasn't had an experience in another company, where do you learn? Where do you get involved at? There's two places that I always recommend. The one is contact your local county extension office because they're going to give you lots of resources on your local area, your soils, what you should be putting down, when and why, as well as uh, information on licensing. And then the second is everybody I've ever talked to, including Jason, has a mentor. And usually that person works for whoever their supplier is. So whoever your local fertilizer and chemical supplier is, they will mentor you. That's what they do. And they will teach you everything that they know. And many of these folks have been in the business for 30 plus years. And you cannot give, but you need that. That's a, that's a resource that you need. So find that local fertilizer supplier and tell them you're looking to get in the business. I can tell you they're already set up to help you.
It's very much regional too. You know, I, somebody asked me, I live in Idaho. How do I get rid of this weed? I've never heard of the weed or seen the weed. And they send me a picture. And I said, I, you know, I, I can't help them. I live in Alabama, but weeds are regional. <laughs> temperatures are regional. There, there's obviously some crossover. Somebody has warm season grass. I can definitely point them in the right direction. Um, but if you can find someone local, that definitely helps. What would you guys say? John, do you have any questions? Okay, well, go ahead. We've got some people set up here. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brent. Uh, I'm in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, company's Mo Muscles. Mo Muscles, uh, friend yo, of the show. What's up, Paul? Hey. Um, so I believe it was Einstein who said, uh, if I see farther than others, it's because I stand on the shoulder of giants. And that's how I feel about you guys. And I just want to publicly thank you guys for all the content you put out and just everything you do. If I see farther, it's because I'm saying Hey, that it. was Isaac Newton. Dr. Oh, Frank Newton, taught me Newton. that Oh, there we go. There we that go. Was thank Isaac you. Newton. <laughs> thank you, though. So, man. yeah, I just yeah, wanted to cool. thank you guys for that. Thank and you. just real quick, publicly, uh, just say an, an ancient uh, Hebrew blessing over you guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so now for my question. I actually had uh, two and um, having this internal conflict, which one do I pick? So this is the one that I, I landed on. Um, this is my third season in business for myself, small little uh, lawn maintenance company, but I've had a lot of clients so far ask me like, hey, do you do you know fertilization and weed control? I'm like, no, I don't. Here, just call Green Turf, call Joshua Tree, whatever. And then they come in and you know they get their business, and then I come to find out a lot of guys are actually subcontracting their, uh, you know, fertilization guys. I have no idea how to do this. I'm like, I, I'm at a loss for how do I find a guy? How do I approach him and be like, hey, do you want to be my subcontractor? How do we work the business end of that? So I don't know if you guys have any advice on that. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, from your standpoint, I, my advice would be to uh, not subcontract it out. It, it, when, you, when you're going to go the subcontractor route to be legal, I mean, you're going to get questions from your insurance company. And I, I don't know. I, I've had the mowing guys or, or um, I had a landscaper guy who used to give me a lot of work. And he's like, ah, my insurance company's wanting me to pick you up as a for all this insurance. And I was like, well, I got my own insurance. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm, I'm getting this wrong. But I, I try to uh, just have partnerships with those people in a sense, not a true partnership, but I don't want a partner, but I want them to send me the weed control business and in turn I send them um, the mowing business. Um, if, if you don't want to do that, then, then you can maybe exchange some money, um, but I would avoid just having, in my opinion, and again, just trying to save you on, on uh, insurance costs and things like that, workman's comp and all that for having a, a subcontractor underneath you. Unless that person is really generating you a lot of income, then it might be worth it. I would think about too, you know, so it comes to pain. What's the pain in handling a sub and all of that comes with that through the future and customer service versus figuring it out on your own. And whichever has the least amount of pain that you're willing to go through, maybe do it that way. But you can start fertilizing and weed control literally with a spreader and a backpack sprayer. That's about all you need to get started. Now, you're going to outgrow that really, really quickly, but it's a lower barrier to entry with cost. It's just all of the other stuff, the licensing and understanding what to put down, when to put it down, what to expect, all of those things. And then the paperwork behind it, because there's a lot of uh, tracking you have to do and a lot of records you have to keep. So which one has the least amount of pain for you? In the words of Bill Belichick, next question. 
You remember that? On to Cincinnati. <laughs> How you doing? Um, my name is Troy with TJ Lawn and Landscape. My question was actually kind of answered before when you were talking about um, how to get started, calling local guys to find out licensing and stuff like that. So I don't know if there's many kids in here right now that maybe like came with their parents or something like that. When I started, I was using Scott's from Home Depot, using it on my own property, see what worked, moved to Jonathan Green, found out what worked, and went to Neighbors. What is your advice for kids starting out who maybe aren't even old enough to get their licensing, don't really know what to do on how to get into fertilizing? When, when you say kids, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're talking about maybe a 16-year-old and not a 6-year-old. Yeah, like the kid who may, <laughs> maybe his parents get are still there, driving kid. around town. Yeah. Get out there and work, boy. Uh, um, all right. Okay. I got kids. I was thinking my kid, I'm like, eh, a little, little, little early, but, um, um, you know, I think in, in Corey alluded to this, uh, as far as figuring out your business plan to me to go weed control first day, it's just one of many business plans you can go. It's not the only one by any means. Uh, and you gotta have a lot of customers. So I, I would not recommend anybody get into that unless they felt comfortable marketing their business. You know, as a, you can't get 50 customers and go out there and spray yards and make any money. I mean, you're just not going to. So you need hundreds of customers. So how, how comfortable are you getting customers? How, what's the demand in your area? And then, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to get licensed through state, but you know, you know how that goes. That just is so you can get a piece of paper to hang on your wall that doesn't really teach you anything about what you're actually supposed to do on the yard. So, uh, so as far as uh, practically speaking, I mean, you have to find a mentor, most likely, just like learning how to drive a car, learn how to do anything. I mean, if you don't have somebody to show you, because it's not something that you can, you probably can't read a book and figure it out because, again, it's so, it's so regional and, and there's just, it's kind of hands-on. I guess I have people come ride with me sometimes. If you just come see it, you know, it, it's, it, you see somebody out there spraying the yard, you're like, I, I tell people, I said, People pay me like $100 an hour to spray water, but it's really a little more complicated than that. It's not just spraying water. And I've learned that, that grown men, not all of them are good at spraying water. And, you know, so um, there's some coordination involved in it and marketing ability. Um, but again, to learn it, you, you have to, uh, I'm going to go back and just, you have to find somebody that can tell you what to do. Anybody ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk in here? So yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk started a thing called Wine Library, but he was in the wine business before he was old enough to drink wine. And what he'll tell you is he learned every aspect of the business behind it, and he watched people that could. And then when he turned 21, he finally started drinking wine and really blew it up. So what I would do is if you're 16 years old, and any of you in here, if a 16-year-old young person came to you and said, I'm an entrepreneur and I want to learn your business, can I sit there and learn from you? Every one of you would say, yeah, come on in, kid. So I think that's the key. Use your youth and be a hustler and say, I want to learn every aspect of the business until I am old enough to spray. Hey, Jack. You always practice on your own yard, too, because you turn your yard brown, it's no big deal. And your neighbors and your grandma and everybody else. <laughs> so my name is Jeremy Connect with Jay Jacobs. Um, I've got a question, probably mostly for Jason. I'm not sure if Alan can answer it, too. But in the event that you want to gain more customers, what's the best approach for, like, a marketing campaign? And what time of year would you implement that? Um, and I'm not talking about branding. I'm talking about trying to go out and is it mailers, is it social media, and what time of year would you do that? I mean, unfortunately, 
you like everything you you pick up the most customers in the springtime which again in, in my opinion is not ideal but it is what it is i take them when they call i wish everybody would call me in september you know or january those would be my ideal times to start in in alabama um, nobody calls me in january and and then they said like a friend reminded me the other day he said i was complaining about weeds this summer and he said you know in alabama every Every fall, there's a phenomenon that happens where you'll stop getting complaints is when football season starts and nobody cares about their lawn anymore because they always want to watch football. So that, um, but to answer your question, I, I kind of, you, you said not branding. I, I have to differentiate between branding and, and quick results. But it, to me, it, it is getting to know those mowing guys. I, I, I get, website is by far my number one thing I do to get, um, leads and that I rank well on Google and that, but that's not something that you're going to start today and tomorrow. You're going to start getting leads on, but I would definitely do that. And the other thing is just building relationships. And all that is, is, is here's how I do it. I go on a Facebook, uh, local Facebook group for our town. I type in the word lawn and I see, you know, somebody says, who I need to looking for recommendations, somebody to mow my lawn. So I go in the comments and guess what? There's about 65 different companies, little people that's been, uh, tagged in there that can mow their lawn, don't have websites, never heard of them. So I start calling on those people. And I said, hey, I saw your name on Facebook. I'm Jason. Uh, I run a weed control and fertilization business. And I know you're mowing lawns. I used to mow lawns too. But So I know you probably get asked a lot, uh, who do you have to spray your yard? So I said, if you don't have someone, I would love to be that person for you. And I found out that almost none of them had someone. They said, oh, I send it just so-and-so just because that's who everybody uses. you know. But almost none of them had an actual person that had reached out to them like that. I might go to them and um, meet them for lunch. I might offer to spray their yard for free a few times, but I try to establish that relationship. And those are the people that send me business, you know, for years and years to come. Thanks, Jeremy. Do you have one last question, John? We got one more. I've Good got to a, see you, uh... Jay Jacobs. Normally I podcast it's just me and Mr. Producer. We got Fullerton here, Juggernaut, Jay Jacobs. This is intimidating, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got a um, marketing and branding question. I've got a uh, small YouTube channel, and I'm looking to grow it. Uh, could you give me some tips? Uh, okay, I'll go with that one. <laughs> You're so being YouTube, trolled. I think. YouTube is fun and it's interesting. And you heard, uh, you know, what uh, Sean and TQ were talking about a little bit. It's good and bad, but. The key with YouTube or any social media is consistency because once you start growing an audience, you have to feed that audience. So I would recommend that you have an upload consistency of at least weekly. I wouldn't overdo it much more than that when you're first starting out. And then the second thing is I would tell your story your way and be real. There is power in the selfie. People can tell when you're filming like this or like this. They can see your arm, and so when they see that, they automatically know this is not professional, and they like that. It's real, it's personal. People feel like they know you because this is their whole life is this. And so when you're talking to them like this, you're talking to them like they're used to being spoken to. They'll trust you, they'll believe you, and that's really the key. So I wouldn't go too professional. And then the second thing is your audio, or third thing, your audio does have to be good. People will not put up with bad audio. They'll put up with shaky video, but they won't put up with poor audio. Jason, you got anything? I think Alan hit on it. Uh, there's a lot of competition on YouTube. Alan and I were, were kind of two of the first ones in the lawn care space, but I, I've had to sort of go back. Sometimes you, you try to duplicate what somebody else is doing or, you know, I've sort of said, hey, I'm going to be me on there and there's going to be an audience for that. 
So I would say find your own style. Don't don't mimic everything. Don't say, well, that worked for him, so I'm going to try to do I mean, yeah, we all sort of do videos that are successful in, in some ways, um, but do it in your own style, in your own way, with your own personality, and, um, you know, it'll either work or it, it won't. Absolutely. Was that the juggernaut that asked that, John? I can't see with the lights. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Guys, so, the long hair juggernauts here. You, you have how many subscribers on YouTube? You have two channels. Uh, I do have two channels. So the first one is geared more towards lawn businesses, and it's and give me some tips. I've never done public speaking. <laughs> Can everybody hear me? That's right. the Lawn Care so, Juggernaut channel. How many subscribers do you have? I'm 370. 370,000 subscribers, guys. You were, you were on the home page of all of YouTube. Twice. Twice. And then what's your other channel? The Boring Channel. So if you don't like the commentary, you don't want to hear about business, you just want to fall asleep to a channel, that's the channel. Boring Channel is definitely the one to go to. And hey, that, by the way, uh, before you leave this uh, room, I'm going to give Payjack $500. And what I want you to do is if you are subscribed to Lawn Care Juggernaut, what I'm going to do is, Paul, pick five random people from the crowd that are subscribed to Lawn Care Juggernaut. Raise your hand if you're subscribed to Lawn Care Juggernaut. Uh, Rory, is that you? Wait, holding the baby? Come on up. Five you got, got $500 on you? Cash? <laughs> Juggernaut? <laughs> Evan's going to have a heart attack back here. Here's one uh, blue orange shirt. Are you subscribed to Lawn Care Juggernaut? He's giving away $500. Come on up. Right there, Sign the baby, there. too. <laughs> blue shirt. And uh, there you go. Right there, yeah. Come on up. All Come right. On. Juggernaut, you better have this money, man. It's dark. I can't see what's in my wallet. Hold on. Uh, YouTube, buddy. I'm, I'm going on the light. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, guys. Just sit tight. So Fullerton will be Give around somewhere if he doesn't have your gift. And uh, stay. All right. Thanks, Juggernaut. Come take care of these guys. So I know we could ask these questions all day long. Uh, hey, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Pick five more. Five more. Okay. Thank you, Pedro. All right, there's six up there, hey, right there. You guys have a great day. We're going to be doing a lot on of up. giveaways on Come the on, Paul, know your numbers. Go right ahead here. and subscribe. Uh, it's going to be big this year. Uh, right there, long hair, raising your hand right there. There you go. I hate to say it, he was messing with you. There's no money. Uh, <laughs> I see the money right there. Congratulations, guys. You guys can't see they're listening to the podcast, but uh, Juggernaut's being generous. So let's, all right, look at that. Just take one and pass it on so we can conclude this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, thank you, Juggernaut. We appreciate it. So here's the deal. In 30 seconds, for you guys that want more education of how to make your lawn green, how to actually know your numbers and be profitable doing fertilizer, I was unprofitable doing it. It's tougher than you think. You guys have a ton of resources to help people understand this better. So let, let people know how they can connect with you uh, to learn more. Uh, so I have a training actually that I made for DIYers, but it's actually really, really good for professionals if you're just starting out and you don't understand anything about pounds on the ground, you know, nitrogen rates, how to apply weed control, how to even spread fertilizer. It's called Yard Care Boot Camp, and it'll teach you all of that. Now, it's made for homeowners, but it essentially is the exact same training that I did for my lawn care specialist at True Green. I've just turned it into homeowner training now. So it's a really good introduction. It's not going to help your business pass that. But if you just have that, you just need that little bit of information to get over that hump, yardcareboutcamp.com, that'll be good for you. 
Jason? Yeah, I have a website, lawncarelife.com. I have video courses, documents, things like that help you if you're looking to get in weed control and fertilization. Also, just my YouTube channel is uh, probably 800 videos. A lot of them have to do with weed control and fertilization. It's Lawn Care Life on YouTube. Awesome. And we're going to kick it over to you, Naylor, in 30 seconds. Uh, but I wanted to invite you guys on your drive home. Follow our podcast. Follow um, the Kid Contractor podcast. You're almost coming up on 100 episodes, Caleb. And... Uh, yeah, and then, Naylor, you're at about 100 as well, coming up there. Yes, sir. And uh, I have 552. <laughs> yeah. So, so I met some lady the other day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, when you, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, you can listen to our shows. And make sure you hit follow and turn on the bell for notifications. Am I doing that right, Alan? <laughs> Sounds fine to me. So that when a new episode comes up, uh, you can listen. So, uh I don't know all this nonverbal communication, so I'll let you take it from here, Naylor. Mr. Producer, also, thank you for all your hard work. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. I know you want to go out to the show, but before you head out, I wanted to ask a quick question. How many of you raise the hands? This is your first GIE. What? Wow. Mic drop. Thank you, GIE. Thank you, Evan. Thank you to Kohler, who's come, Jamie with Kohler is coming up here. We're going to do the raffle for you guys, so we're going to... We're going to give away a DGI Mavic Mini Drone, Mavic 2 Mini Drone, right? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Evan. Here's the man behind the curtain here. Good old Evan. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, 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 don't, don't put me on stage. All right. This is Jamie I w with Kohler. Hello. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Kohler. She's, gonna, she's going to share a few words with you, an upcoming Kohler event, while I go ahead and pick the winning ticket. Thank you, everybody. Um, first of all, it was really awesome to meet all of you. I've seen all of you several times. So if you get a chance, stop by the booth. I'm sitting in there all day by myself, and I love to talk to people. So come on down. Um, also, yeah, I do want to tell you about um, an event we are doing. I don't know if any of you made it to the Lawn and Landscape Society event back in 2019 held in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We're going to be doing that again this February. Sean Spencer and some of these guys are going to be helping us out. The event itself is like a mini GIE, but focused on landscapers. So basically, it's a lot of classes and things like that, as well as we're going to be doing some hands-on uh, training to help you fix your engines within the field itself. So when you're out there, some basic maintenance skills that you might want to know. Also, um, we do uh, ride and drives. We bring in OEM equipment for you guys to try out. There's a tour of our factory down there. Um, so what you can do is register over in my Kohler booth. I have two stations set up, so if you're interested, stop by. I can tell you more about it. Um, also, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. No, I guess that's it. It's early. Um, so thank you guys very much. Again, stop by, say hello, you know, and uh, I guess that's it. Thank you, Jamie. Why don't you pick the winning ticket, Jamie? Pick the winning ticket. Come on. <laughs> Ready? It is three. Seven niner zero six eight three seven nine zero six eight. Yes, yeah. Woo! Woo! all right, congratulations. Wow. Yeah, this is a yep, and this too. This too, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you guys for all coming out. Make sure you hit the showroom floor if you want to hang out for a little bit. We'll be here. Thank you guys. Come back next year. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.